This is David Strickle. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast, where we tap into higher consciousness to answer all of life's questions and guide you toward living all your dreams. So sit back, relax, open your mind if need be, and come along with us on this journey of higher enlightenment. Hi, all you weirdos out there tuning in to this weirdo who channels energy. I really come to embrace the term weirdo in the past few years uh, because it's something that I hid in myself for a long, long time. Those of you that have heard my story know that I've had this ability for many, many years, and I really suppressed it. And the more I suppressed it, uh, the worse my life became. And since I fully embraced it, my life has absolutely improved in every way. And I'm not just talking about money. I was always good at manifesting money and material things. In the past few years, I've also learned to attract the right people into my life. But what's really taken me to a higher level is just daily joy. It sounds so simple in our complex world, but just being happy every minute of every day or almost every minute of every day is so much more valuable than all of those other things. And trust me, I still appreciate and desire all of those other things because I now know that I have the power to manifest all of it. And I know that because of my relationship with my stream. And that's what I'm here sharing with all of you in these podcasts. For you to find your path to a better relationship with your stream and to embrace your weirdness. I posted on Instagram this morning that weird is normal. I didn't say that weird is the new normal because there's nothing new about esoteric things or things that are considered esoteric being what truly rule the universe, while things that mainstream society embraces, like fear and doubt, and spending your life doing things that you despise to just survive, perhaps just get by, to end up old and tired and sick, and perhaps waiting for an afterlife where the true rewards are had. But I, like many of you, have been shown what the other side offers. And it is indeed an existence in pure positive energy, though it lacks the physical pleasures of this world, of this life that we are all living. And it also lacks the contrast that we experience that drives our expansion. And since we are energy at our core, our very nature is expansion, for energy is either expanding or contracting. And since we know now that we are all eternal beings, Our only real option is expansion, moving up to higher and higher vibration and contributing to the expansion, the higher vibration of the entire universe. But I really did not intend to go so heavy so fast in this episode. I wanted to tell you a little story about trusting the law of attraction in the process of creation. And sometimes I'm asked why those of us who channel, why those of us that focus on spiritual teachings, speak so much of the law of attraction. And that's simply because the law of attraction is the basis of all creation. It is the basis of everything. And I know that the law of attraction has been twisted a little bit in recent years uh, to become more synonymous with the creation of wealth. And you certainly can do that via the law of attraction. But if you're listening to this podcast, you are likely already aware that the law of attraction is like gravity. It is always in play. 
And there is really no using the law of attraction. There is simply understanding it and projecting your thoughts, your beliefs toward what you want so that you manifest more of that. And if you don't believe in that, there are very simple ways to test the law of attraction. And I did it myself unknowingly this morning. I like to record these podcasts on Thursdays. That, that way I have time to get it all edited and posted over the weekend so that hopefully by Sunday you have a new episode to listen to or perhaps Monday morning uh, in your morning commute. If you have a morning commute, you can listen to it then. But my schedule has gotten very busy. I've got a lot of things going on, a lot of different things going on lately. And I have a very short window of opportunity to get these recorded on time. And although I have attempted to release all of my type A personality traits uh, that I've developed uh, over a lifetime, I haven't released all of them. So I I felt pressure this morning that I needed to get this podcast uh, recorded starting at a certain time. And then, of course, to do these, I have to get into the right state of mind. I have to record these intros and then I stop. I go into a deep meditation. I bring the stream in. I allow them to record their portion. Then I stop, go back, listen to all of that, take notes on it and come back with the commentary. So it's, it's a few hour process every time I record one of these, even though they typically only last about 30 minutes once all the editing is done. So this morning, we had a storm come through Northern California. It was raining very heavily outside. And I realized that uh, Tatiana, my 17-year-old sister-in-law who lives with us, uh, did not get up and go to school this morning. And I knocked on her door and I spoke to her and she said that she was going in late. And I told her that I needed her out by 10 a.m. because I needed to record a podcast today and I really want the house to be silent while I'm doing these. I don't record these in a fancy studio. I just do them at home, which you can probably tell by the production quality. (laughs) But I do believe they get the job done nonetheless. So as the time wore on, I noticed that she wasn't uh, getting up and moving around. So I went back and knocked on her door, told her I really need you out of here by this specific time. You should be in school by now anyway. And really kind of let it set me off a little bit. Then all of a sudden, the dog emerges. My French bulldog, Lola, uh, emerges uh, from the bedroom and uh, needs to be walked. So I took her outside in the rain. She hates going outside in the rain. So I'm having to drag this dog over to the grass so that she can do her morning business. And I'm you know, almost yelling at her to hurry up, you know, do what you need to do. And I'm really getting agitated at this point. Then she finally does her business and she immediately tries to drag me back to the house because she hates the rain so much. And she's dragging me across a street. And lo and behold, this red Cadillac comes driving way too fast down the street, sees us standing there, sees my dog, you know, darting out on a leash into the street. And the woman driving the car doesn't even bother to stop or even slow down, just doesn't even acknowledge us. And that really set me off. And at that moment, I realized that I've never seen this woman in my neighborhood before. I've never noticed this red Cadillac before, and I'm a car guy, so I notice all cars in my neighborhood. So I realized that I had created this situation, and it is a fantastic example of the law of attraction and how something so simple can build momentum so fast, and your morning can just snowball into something negative if you allow it to. And I know this has happened to each and every one of you. So using this as an example and understanding that the law of attraction is not some 
deity in the sky deciding what we get. It's simply energy that attracts like energy. So my negative mindset built momentum, and I allowed it to do that. And that momentum presented this woman in this car to make me even angrier. So when you allow yourself to get angry, when you allow yourself to be set off by something, even something minor and stupid, like what I experienced this morning, it's going to continue to build momentum. And that's true in every part of your life. Now, the good thing about that is I know enough about these things that I caught it very early. I laughed about it. I came back in the house. By the time I opened the front door, I was fine. I knew that I had created the whole scenario, that it was simply the universe showing me my creation of where my mindset was, what my point of attraction was. And it reminds me that I can create anything in my life as easily as I created that woman in the red Cadillac almost running over my dog. And that it doesn't matter what it is. All I need to do is set an intention, set a belief, and allow the law of attraction to do its thing. Momentum will build automatically. And things will begin to show up in my life as evidence that I'm attracting exactly what I'm thinking about. So where we all tend to get tripped up is not in using the law of attraction. We're using the law of attraction all the time, regardless of our thoughts or beliefs. But it's setting an intention of something that we really want to manifest and trusting the process of creation, trusting our abundance, trusting that it's going to happen. I didn't have to worry about trusting the woman in the red Cadillac uh, flying by us on the street this morning. I didn't have to even think about that. I already had the negative momentum going of more things coming to me to be annoyed by in my morning process. So if I take that and plop down the house that I want to acquire in Palm Springs and make it as simple as that and just leave it alone and allow the momentum to build, I will start seeing signs that that is going to happen for me. And truly, the only thing that delays or even halts our desires for manifesting is noticing the absence of them or not trusting the process. I want that house in Palm Springs. Why didn't it just pop up as quickly as the woman in the Cadillac did? And in truth, our manifestations can occur that quickly regardless of their size. But the universe, in all of its wisdom, created this wonderful thing, this governor that we call polarity. And polarity is the thing that draws our emotions up and down this virtual vibrational spiral that the stream speaks of so often. And the purpose of that is so that we do not manifest everything instantaneously. Just take a moment and imagine if all you had to do was think, I want that, and it appeared instantaneously. Think of how the world would be overrun with creation, with manifestations. The world, the universe, obviously does not operate that way. There is a gestation period, especially for what we would consider our larger manifestations, and that is perfect by design, so that we are sure that we are ready. I need to be sure that I am ready for my home in Palm Springs. I will tell you, I just spent a weekend down there for my birthday, and I I do feel that I'm more than ready to live in Palm Springs full-time. I love the heat. I love the sun. 
I love the laid back lifestyle. Very different than Northern California, although it is absolutely beautiful here. I'm definitely at a point in my life where I want to manifest uh, living there full time. But I have a home here that I need to deal with. I have a 17-year-old who is in her junior year of high school, and I don't want to disrupt her school life. So there are a lot of other things in play that if I manifested instantaneously that move to Palm Springs, it would only create the snowball of other unwanted manifestations in my life or unwanted obstacles that I would have to overcome. So I'm trusting the gestation period. I'm trusting the process that all of this will fall into place, that it will work out just fine. And if you're listening to this podcast, you can see the date. And I promise you that I will still be doing these podcasts a year from now, and you will be hearing from me in Palm Springs. I am that confident in my ability to create, and you should be as well. So if you are in a place where you fully 100% trust the process of creation, you trust your abundance always, congratulations. It's a wonderful place to be that not many reach. But if you are like most of us, myself included, you have to bring yourself, you have to retrain your thought process because of the way that society has likely trained you up to this point. And you really need to work on changing your belief system so that you let go of all fear and doubt and truly trust your abundance. And the first question, of course, to ask yourself is what do you need to do once and for all to prove to yourself that law of attraction works? If you believe that and you are steadfast in that belief, then you really should not have any trouble manifesting everything that you desire. But knowing that polarity is always in play and that we are all human and none of us are perfect, I am aware of the vast need for almost everyone to increase their trust in this process. So with that said, I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to bring the star of the show, the stream in, and let them share their perspective and guidance on trusting the process of creation. We'll be right back. We are here. We are grateful to have this opportunity to speak with you directly. We are grateful for David and his willingness to take our thoughts and turn them into words. Though you are hearing his voice, you are absolutely receiving our thoughts. And we are a collective, a band of energy, a band of what you may call higher consciousness, of source. We do hold the answers to all of your questions. We are the origin of all creation. We are all knowing. We are all seeing. And we are eternal. And you are part of us. And we are part of you. You likely feel our energy moving through you when you listen to our words. This is our intention. We wish to connect with you directly. You may listen to these recordings as often as you wish. 
to hear our thoughts directly, but is also our desire that you reach a place where you can tune into us regardless of what you're listening to, without any device, without any tool, without any teacher. We desire very much for you to know how to tune into us at any time on your own. The reason that we, along with David, chose the name The Stream is because we are coming to you all the time as a stream of consciousness, a stream of energy that is omnipresent and ever-flowing. And all you need do to receive us is to allow us. And by allow us, we simply mean that you clear your mind, you release the doubt, the fear, the anxiety, the limiting beliefs that you were taught in your society, and simply relax and allow us to flow to you. And in this stream, you possess divine guidance, guidance toward your desires. And this guidance is offered to you in the form of vibration, that which you may call emotion. When your emotions are high, when your vibration is high, you feel good, you feel energized, you feel alive. And when your emotions are low, your vibration is down the virtual vibrational spiral. You feel lethargic. You feel doubt. You may even feel hopeless. These feelings, these emotions, are your vibration. And your vibration is your indicator of what you are heading toward, what you are in the process of manifesting in your life. So when your vibration is high, you are indeed in the process of manifesting those things that you are compatible with, those things that you desire. And when your vibration is low, you are also in the process of manifesting that which you are compatible with. But in those moments, your compatibility is with that which you do not desire, that which you fear, that which you notice the absence of that which you feel is taking too long to manifest in your life. And this system, this virtual vibrational spiral, governed by polarity, but ultimately controlled by you, is perfect by design. Its design, its intent, is to manage your manifestations. This is what is holding you back from manifesting everything that you desire. This is what slows your manifestations. This is why manifestations are not always instantaneous, especially those that you consider larger manifestations. You may believe that you desire very much to have the ability to manifest on demand, but we are here to tell you that if you were to ever achieve that ability, you would very much desire 
the ability to dispose of your manifestations on demand. For you would have too many of them, and they would be so frequent, so omnipresent, that you would not even enjoy them or appreciate them. So your virtual vibrational spiral exists for you to place obstacles in your paths by manifesting that which is unwanted, obstacles, and to slow the process to add what you may call a gestation period for the larger manifestations to ensure your readiness for them, to ensure that it is a true desire and not a passing whim. For manifesting every passing whim holds no satisfaction whatsoever, but manifesting a pleasing day, a serendipitous experience, friendly interactions with strangers, can be very satisfying, and these manifestations can occur very easily, instantaneously, for you hold little resistance to them, and those desires which you believe are larger, large sums of money, a desirable partner, perhaps a new car or a new home or vacation, can manifest very quickly with little resistance. Their gestation period, while necessary, is completely up to you. You possess the power to speed the manifestation of any desire by releasing all doubt, by trusting your ability to manifest, by knowing your worthiness, by understanding your personal power, by having an unwavering, steadfast belief in its reality feeling the essence of it, being pleased by and satisfied with your new manifestation even before it appears in physical form. These are the tools for instantaneous manifestation. And you absolutely can achieve this. But when you open one eye and start to look for it, when you glance at your watch, wondering how long it's going to take, the moment you notice its absence in physical form, you are heading backward. You are slowing the manifestation of your desire, perhaps even halting it if you allow momentum to build around the doubt. Our guidance is to work your way toward releasing all doubt, releasing all limiting beliefs. You absolutely hold the power to do this on all topics, and you can retrain your patterns of thought your beliefs, much faster than you develop them. For most of these were developed over a lifetime, likely cemented into your psyche during childhood. And with your daily dose of what you call reality from your multiple media sources, these limiting beliefs only grew in their power. But if you were here, listening to our words, you absolutely desire to change. And you have found your path to that change. And regardless of where you are in the process of detuning these old limiting beliefs, whether you have already mastered it or whether you're just getting started, your daily positive focus, your meditation time, even if it's brief, on a daily basis, will quickly begin to reshape your thought patterns 
and ultimately reshape your beliefs. And reshaping your beliefs toward trusting your process of creation, toward trusting your abundance, will absolutely manifest your desires on every topic. And if need be, it is our guidance that you return and listen to these words over and over again, for you will find new layers in every listening. But as we have said, this is your choice. You may come back and listen to these words over and over as a tune-up if you believe you need it. But you also have access to this knowledge, to our energy, on your own, at any time, in any place, regardless of what is going on in your life. But you will not find us in despair. You will not find us in doubt. You will not find us in skepticism. For we reside at the top of your vibrational spiral. Because we are pure positive energy, it is not possible for us to come down the spiral to rescue you. And it is our promise to you that we will never forsake you. We do not wish for you to be at the bottom of your vibrational spiral. It is law that you must work your way up the spiral on your own to meet us at least halfway in a place of neutrality with a clear mind where positive momentum can take over. And from there, together, we will draw you up the spiral. This is a law that many do not understand. When Jesus asked, Why have you forsaken me? He was indeed down his vibrational spiral. And while some find his words bewildering, they indeed illustrate his humanness and illustrate the spiral that we speak of often and illustrate the perfection of the universe, the law that we speak of, that as a physically manifested being, your emotions, your vibration exist on this spiral. And it is your job, your job alone, to maintain it. And the good news is that even in great pain, even in great despair, you hold the power at all times to clear your mind, to return to a place of neutrality, even if it's momentarily. And from that place of neutrality, we will be there to meet you. We will be there to take you by the hand and travel up your spiral to a more positive place toward your desires. But you must believe in your ability to do this, and you must believe in your desires. You must believe in your worthiness, and you must absolutely trust the process of creation. For there is evidence of this all around you at all times. And once you trust your ability to create, you will have far greater power over the things that are manifesting in your lives. This is all we have on this topic. Hi, it's David. I just finished listening to the stream's message. I have to say that I I don't believe I said this in my introduction, but I definitely have set the intention 
to take these podcasts to yet a higher level to provide deeper uh, meaning and more guidance from the stream. And I believe they delivered on that today. I really like uh, the expanded intro that they gave us. I was not expecting that. Again, I set kind of a a broad intention and didn't get really specific about it. But I like uh, how they started out with the intro more about what their intentions are and moved into the topic uh, that I set the intention for them to come through on. Uh, was a nice thing for me to hear. Hopefully you enjoyed that. And also uh, something else that surprised me <laughs> listening to the playback uh, was uh, referencing Jesus and the uh, the why have you forsaken me quote. Uh, I think that obviously uh, was a good point of reference in them trying to illustrate uh, the law of the vibrational spiral. And I've never heard them really say that that's a law, but I do understand if you need further clarification on that that when they use the term law, they really are just talking about the energetic nature of the universe and the fact that when we are physically manifested, that polarity is always in play and it's in play on purpose because we are supposed to have lives that are a mix of positive and negative experiences. As the stream has said many times, we did not come here to exist in pure positive as we do when we are in our completed state, when we are not physically manifested. We came to discern our preferences, to place obstacles, and to overcome those obstacles and experience the expansion that overcoming those obstacles provides. And that expansion is what powers our growth and contributes to the growth of the entire universe. So that is the basis of physically manifested life, that what we call life. So it was interesting to hear them refer to Jesus, refer to his humanness, and to use that quote as illustration for sure. Uh, They don't really talk about religious things very much, but I have had this discussion with them, and they have confirmed to me that Jesus, uh, as well as most very well-known teachers that are the basis of modern-day religions, were actual people. They were human beings just like all of us, and they were humans that achieved a certain level of connection to their stream that they could go forth and teach. And of course, in the imperfection or the perfection of our human imperfection, a lot of those teachings have been taken and twisted into other things, just as the law of attraction, as I mentioned earlier, has been taken and twisted into meaning something a little different than what it actually is. And I hope that makes sense to all of you. And if you have found yourself getting tripped up in the creative process of believing in law of attraction, but believing that your attractors are broken, as the stream says sometimes, I hope that you depart this podcast today with tools to bring yourself to trust the process of creation, to trust your abundance, to believe in your ability to manifest anything that you desire. I know that I possess that ability. And I know that each of you possess that ability as well. And as I've said many times, my intention here is to share the stream and to share my path to successfully creating the life that I want, as well as sharing all of my obstacles with all of you and how I overcome those in joy. In fact, next week's episode is going to be all about that, overcoming obstacles and how I have spent a lifetime overcoming mine. And as always, if you have comments or suggestions for the podcast, please email me at david at thestreamofdavid.com. 
Please give me your feedback on the new intro, whether you like that or not. If there are things that you would like to hear from me or from the stream, if there are things that you're not getting out of this podcast that you would like to get, I would like to hear that. And as always, if you are not already subscribed to this podcast, you may do so at thestreamofdavid.com. There is a subscribe uh, page on the menu, and you can go there and subscribe through multiple formats. And if you have not already done so, please go to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. I really do appreciate your positive reviews. They are very, very helpful. And if you're getting something out of this and you write a positive review, it will likely help others get something out of it as well. That is all I have for this episode. Thank you very much for listening.